It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 489 of Locked On Raptors for Sunday, April 7th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams, all 32 NFL teams, all, uh, I don't know, like 80 of the top college programs, a whole bunch of baseball shows getting launched this week as well. And there's also the national shows, Locked On NBA, Locked On NFL, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. No shortage of stuff for you to check out on the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you want to find a show, make sure you're searching on all of your favorite podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, as well as Himalaya, which is a brand new podcast platform, which we have a nice little partnership going with at the Locked On Network. It's great for curating your own personalized playlist, so make sure you check out the Locked On Podcast Network on Himalaya if you're in the market for a new podcast app. And uh, all right, let's get to today's show. Uh, On today's show, it's another one of our How Hungry Are You in Reviews, because uh, there was a, a big episode dropped on Thursday. Uh, Kyle Lowry joins Serge Ibaka on his YouTube show and joining me to talk all about this very, uh, I, I, I don't even know how to describe this episode, Katie. It's Katie Heindel. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great app. This one's going to be, they've all been great, but this one, I love this one. Yeah, it's really, really good. It's probably the funniest so far. The, the best tasting, I think. I mean, the Damar one was pretty good. Um, DeMar was pretty scared of the mealworms that Serge cooked for him back uh, in the summer, but the the entree today... <laughs> the entree and then the, the conversational appetizer. Yes, yes. It's uh, it's all very good, and we'll get to it now. Um, I guess, first of all, any like grand sweeping impressions of this episode, Katie? I think this show was waiting for Kyle Lowry to be on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like the kind of infusion of like energy that he brings and just like, I don't know. He's so like, he's this is something we've seen in him this year, but he's like so comfortable mm-hmm. and just like casual. He's so like willing to just like be frank and honest. And I don't know. I feel like it was like a really lively uh, episode for mm-hmm. that. So I don't know. I was like laughing or like caught myself really smiling for most of the episode. I'm glad I watched it alone. Yeah, the thing with, with Kyle is that he can be funny and goofy, but also kind of bring the earnesty that I think uh-huh. Serge is looking for in some of these conversations. And so it was kind of a lot, a lot like Jeremy Lin last week. I mean, I guess Jeremy Lin's kind of dealing with more um, sort of unique, I guess, life experiences and stuff like that. So that's a bit of an interesting perspective from him. But uh, I thought Kyle brought the, the heat with the conversation. It was pretty good. Let's begin. I, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say, the one takeaway that I thought was interesting that I was not expecting is that this was a real window into the inner workings of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, there well, was a lot of little, like, nice, juicy morsels <laughs> of, oh, God. of, uh, <laughs> of uh, how people get along, who gets along, like, who's the funniest, just, like, weird, like, little routines they obviously have when they're traveling on the plane and stuff, so mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, we're going to get to that stuff as we go through the episode here. Uh, let's begin with the... Uh, kind of a, if there's a critique I have of this episode that is that the cooking segment is like maybe 20 seconds and then it's done. But there's a bit more, I, I feel like late, last week they didn't even remember to put in the cutting board. True. Part. <laughs> <laughs> so this week they did. Fair enough. All right. Let's, uh, let's have a look here. Hungry are you? Today I'll be cooking for my point guard, Ty Lowry. Lowry, high off the window, straight out of North Philly with that move. Everyone knows Kai is not scared of anything. But I want to see how fearless he really is. So today, I cooked beef testicle. <laughs> I just paused it on the face that, his, that he has when he's looking into the camera with the testicles in his hands. It's pretty good. I just want to tell you, though, that I couldn't hear what you were playing. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that make, that, that's not good. I don't know. Uh, huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, huh. <laughs> Let me just fiddle with a thing here, and then maybe it can it'll be fixed. I don't know. Maybe I'll edit this out. Maybe I won't. We'll maybe see. we'll maybe we'll edit this out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I mean, I think we should be good. Maybe I just need to turn it up a little bit. It was kind of quiet, so maybe that's the answer. Crank it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. So I paused on the face. Where he's holding the testicles and uh, looking into the camera. Do you think he's scared of what he's concocted here? Like, do you think he's a little intimidated by cooking the balls? No. No? <laughs> no, I think he's like, uh, he's probably done this before. <laughs> it uh, is gross when he's like slicing them. <laughs> oh, the sequencing, while I appreciate the close-up camera work, it's definitely a little... Uh, little bit repulsive but here we like, go. if you got that close to any raw meat you know yeah. and prep but i will say like these are really gray yeah, they are pretty gray <laughs> balls uh, let's continue with the sequencing here he's got a pot with some salt and i guess he's just like brining the balls salt and pepper and then here's the slicing that is not Nice. It looks almost Finito. like yeah. Here we go. It looks almost like the lamb brains in the in the in the pan. Like it's kind of like all bubbling. <laughs> they look sick. Um, I mean, no, he's just like cutting them into little pieces. I find them more palatable when he like slices them, and you're mm-hmm. dealing with them into smaller pieces. That's fair. Yeah, I was worried he was gonna have like. I remember there was a Fear Factor episode where they had to eat bull testicles, and they just had to like go into it like an apple. And yeah, that's too much. Yeah, I'm glad he <laughs> at least dressed them up a little bit, made them a little bit more bite-sized morsels, as you alluded to off the top. <laughs> Tiny morsels. Uh, a lot of a lot of pepper. I like that he just cut the middleman out and mixed the two together in one spice. Yeah, yeah. Just he's got like a big like silo full of salt and pepper mix. <laughs> Because <laughs> he uses so, so much of it. All right, let's get to uh, 
Kyle walking into the apartment. I find this part very endearing. Yeah! I can't That's believe. my puerco! I can't believe I got you. you got That's me. my puerco! What's up, bro? There's just genuine affection in the voice of Serge when he sees his point guard walk in. I love it. Yeah, him. he's so happy to see Kyle. <laughs> it's outstanding. Um, so then they sit down. And I guess I forget what happens here. I just watched it 10 minutes ago, but I for already, already forget what happens as they first sit down. So here we go. How you doing, bro? Yes, sir. That's my point guard. Where come you, bro? All right, man. Appreciate you having me. That's it. Of course, yeah. Let's see, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Finally, huh? Good, yeah. Good. I told you, bro. I, I, I don't know if you're good, man. What do you ask me last time? I remember. I don't. I forget it. Can you remind me? What's that? I said. Uh, I want some uh, fried chicken. I okay, want some chicken. Uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I want some sweet potato. I want some uh, ghetto food. You said some Philly cheese steak. Yeah, yeah, Philly cheese. Yeah, yeah, chicken cheese steak. Chicken cheese steak? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So you like chicken cheese steak? Chicken cheese steak. Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. You know. I think, and all the menus, uh, all the names you say. Yeah. I think I have one of them for you. <laughs> <laughs> So, seems so hopeful for Kyle right now, right? Like, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, he, right. He's like, oh, this could be nice. <laughs> um, do you think Serge has ever eaten quote-unquote ghetto food before? No. No, I don't think so. He's too fancy for that. Like, I don't think he's ever eaten mac and cheese. Well, also, like, this is jumping ahead a bit, but this is the second time that we've heard someone talk to him about like how seriously he takes his nutrition yes, habits. That's true, yeah. So yeah, he's definitely not eating mac and cheese. Um, he's actually, not even having a cheat day, I don't think. No, he really doesn't seem like the type. This might be his cheat day, honestly, because there's bread yeah, involved. There's bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like the only person in the world whose cheat day involves balls, but hey, Serge Bach is his own man. Uh, <laughs> So they get into the conversation now, um, and Kyle's actually the one that begins it by asking Serge how he got into his quote-unquote fake cooking show. <laughs> I liked that. Obviously, I liked that. <laughs> and the offense on, like, that, that it seems Serge took to you, bro. Yeah, bro. How did you come up with this show? Like, what made you decide to... question but is it no i think that well the cooking is secondary true so it's not really a cooking show but Mm -hmm. he he is cooking so i don't think that part quite literally is not faked Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but i think he started it like i don't like i wonder why he's he started it but i like how it's more of like the food is kind of the avenue to get reactions out of people and now we have this nice meandering conversational part of it yeah um, they definitely leaned into the conversation more the last few episodes right this is 15 minutes yeah. Jeremy Lins was 18 the Gasols I think were 13 those are the three longest run times I think yet so far um, yeah so but I will say to Kyle's point like it's not that Serge seems like he seems like he can cook and I have no doubt that he cooks for himself mm-hmm. but I don't feel like cooking is his passion and as much as he's like I want to have a cooking show to really illustrate how good I am at this mm-hmm. in that sense it's, I'm kind of like why did you start the show I'm <laughs> glad he did what a gift is given to us but you know 
We're kind of in line with Larry's questioning. Yeah, that's fair, I suppose. Uh, Kyle then talks about how he rags on Serge all the time. You always talk gay on the mosquito. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, because I'm telling you right now, I talk trash to Serge all, all the day, all night. I tell him his clothes terrible. I tell him his shoes, do, everything he does, do, everything. He's not good for <laughs> Bro, how did you come up? <laughs> I kind of like the, um, like... It seems like Serge is well-liked by everybody. And I think that is where the ability to rag on him comes from. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he seems to just be a treat, man. I like. I can't think of a guy in Raptors history who seems like more unanimously liked within the team. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, we, from the outside perspective, there's, like, definitely players who've been, I don't know, more fan favorites or whatever. Yeah. But, like, Serge really seems like... Because he's almost kind of enigmatic to when you're watching him. Like, when we see him mostly in games, like, he's he's on, right? Yeah, yeah. And them all say, like, he's, like, like when Kyle says, like, he's one of the funniest guys on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh... I feel like that was nice. It was, like, getting a little bit behind the scenes look at Serge, too. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. I, I like that the they kind of peel back the layers on this mystery chef man. Uh... And Lowry <laughs> does also seem like more than other guests... I guess because of the bench when he had them on they kind of put away same with Jeremy Lin like being newer to the team mm-hmm. but Lowry has now played with him the longest and is himself like the veteran of the team mm-hmm. I feel like he can ask questions of serves that other guys were like either not comfortable or like didn't feel like they had the rapport to yeah, yeah. like Kyle can really like rag on him in this way <laughs> <laughs> and we see like a totally different side of Serge yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, we don't need to go through every second of the conversation, but were there certain highlights that you wanted to uh, mention here? Um, again, I think just like when he gets pretty real mm-hmm. uh, and chats about like improvement, I really like that he was talking about not just improvement to his game, but like the way he approaches his personal life and like being a father. Um, I don't know. It's like it's always nice to hear them talk about it. And again, he just seems like so comfortable. Mm hmm chatting to him about it I did like that he was asking him about uh, I like that he asked him about the charges he takes yeah that was a good one <laughs> and like to get Kyle's perspective on that especially like the Embiid moment yeah well, when they, he's like yeah. you got two seconds to figure it out <laughs> honestly it would kind of made me glad to hear that because I sometimes worry for him that he's not really cognizant of like the danger he's putting himself in when he steps in front of an Embiid or a LeBron or any one of these monsters he takes these charges from. It's good to know he's at least, like, processing the the, the, the possible negative outcomes of it, at least. Um, honestly, gives me a little bit more comfort when he does that in a game where he's up by 20. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, um, what else was there? The talk, chatting about the DeRozan. Yeah, we'll get to that. I wanted to get, because it's just next up on the scrubbing here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The... Serge asked him who the funniest guy on the team is. And I like Kyle's answer. Yeah. And Fred, I was like, oh, that, okay, that, that made me laugh. Made me laugh. That, that was a good one. Who's the funniest guy in the team? The funniest guy? Yeah. Man, I'm you. And people all know Kawhi's pretty funny. He's actually really funny and he laughs at his own jokes a lot. <laughs> yes. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. It just, when it's time, it's time to work, you get serious. Yeah, no, he, he, uh, that's the one thing. And y'all got your little thing on the plane where y'all go back and forth. And yeah. that's, that, I'm, I sit there and laugh. But you like that. I know I you like that. Every time we go, I you, like, you, you like that. Yo, what you saying? You like that. Okay. 
few things. <laughs> <laughs> the sly little look that comes over Kyle's face when he says Kawhi's pretty funny. I think yeah. he's not just pretty funny. <laughs> he gives off the impression of being, like, hands down the funniest guy in the room. I think it's, like, a look, too, because I don't want to, like, my own uh, opinion into it, but I feel like this was something that was maybe a bit, or, a bit like, longer uh, coming for Kyle. Mm-hmm. Like, being, there was some question on, like, how they get along, if they got along, like, what that relationship looked like. Yeah, yeah. So it was really nice to hear this, like, on that level, too. Um, but I mostly liked it because, holy shit, like, how relatable is Kawhi now? Like, he just laughs at his own jokes. <laughs> that's like, like, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I find Kawhi, I think I've said this before, and I was talking about this with uh, sort of friend of the show. He's never been on the show before, but he's a friend of the show. John will miss yesterday. A distant friend of the show. Yeah, What's uh, up, John? He's in the ether <laughs> of the show, but um, like Kawhi to me is the most relatable star in the NBA. And John was making the point that because he doesn't, you know, put his personality out there for branding purposes and just kind of is who he wants to be, he kind of feels more normal than all the rest of the superstars. And then for me, like, when he does try to show personality, I find that he's kind of awkward and unsure of himself or just, like, willing to laugh at his own jokes, I guess. And when he does do that, like, that feels also way more human and normal to me than what most superstars are. Like, all these superstars are so crafted in what they are, uh, like, with their their personas, that like, their outward-facing personas. And, And Kawhi just, like, doesn't seem to give a shit about that. And I find that to be incredibly endearing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It's, like, it's nice to... It's just, it was really nice to hear that. But of course, I'm like, I gotta see that. I want him on the show. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Uh, what do you think is Serge and Kawhi's mysterious back and forth on the plane? It seems like a regularly occurring thing based on how they talk about it. What the hell is it? I don't know. In my mind, like, I feel like it's a sound, but it's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. When you hear, like, back and forth. And, like, something that is, like, ongoing. I just, like, I don't know why. I just feel like... And travel. I always just think of, like, group trips and travel <laughs> and people singing. The only thing I can think of is them going back... You know, have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Yes. You know when they sing the Mockingbird song? Yeah, something that's, like that. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Serge throws in some French as well. So instead of mock, yeah, he's uh, like Kawhi begins with the mock, and Serge comes in with the we, and uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that, that's I'm never gonna get that image out of my head now. I'm assuming that's exactly what they do on the plane. (laughs) This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Then they talk about DeMar. We can play that. How is it like to play against uh, DeMar? I know DeMar is the boy. To play against him? Yeah. It was fun. We won. Uh, I'll never brag about it. Uh, it, was, it was a very emotional night for the fans and for everyone else. Uh, but as a competitor, as a, as he's not on our team. We won. I saw you in your face. Yeah. That game we played, last game we played against them, I saw you in your face. Um, like you, you was every possession. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't my brother at that moment. Yeah, you <laughs> he was the enemy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we won. That's all that matters, oh, Serge. Okay, we won that game, so, Debo. So, <laughs> hey, Debo, you lost, brother. He said something like, you know. <laughs> I like how ruthless Kyle became with the whole thing. Um, like, it's... It was kind of... It gets to the point of why I was never really worried about Kyle, like, moving on from the DeMar thing. Like, yes, he was upset by it, and he probably should have been, but, like, that dude, more than anybody, realizes, I think, the situation the current team is in now, and he just wants to kill everybody, including his best friends. Like, I, so that was a nice little microcosm of why I just, I was never, ever worried about him. Um, do you have any uh-huh. thoughts on this uh, exchange? Oh, yeah. I did like that. I mean, um, Serge kind of opens up the floor to get him to talk about it. And then when they, they get into it, the, the fact that, like, Larry is kind of teasing. Same far, I feel like it makes it permissible for to do the same. Like you don't get the sense that he would have said that by himself, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like that's nice. Larry still, he still like takes care of Demar in that way, and mm-hmm. like what he says about him and the way that people will probably talk about him while Kyle's around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a good friend. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Like, yeah, he'll never ever ever slag Damar publicly or privately I don't think like he's too good a friend for that I think um, uh, and he can be really lighthearted about it too when Damar slags him like when he's like he's calling me fat yeah yeah I was just gonna play that <laughs> <laughs> here we go all his moves yeah yeah he called me fat <laughs> did he call you fat what what did oh, after the game he was like yeah Kyle fat ass know all my moves <laughs> Do you think Kyle's self-conscious about the the idea that people think he's fat? And because he only said a couple people can talk about him like that. Do you think he would get offended if like does he is he self-conscious enough about that? that if anyone outside of like that inner circle said anything about it he would kind of get mad i don't know if i would call it self-conscious but i bet there is a sensitivity if only because um not because he's not confident because of i feel like the amount of work that it took for him to get there mm-hmm. and like totally like reshape his body and like what that meant for his gameplay and like when you put that amount of work into something if somebody just kind of casually writes you off like 
in a really lazy way. Like if some other player for some from some other team, like maybe in the playoffs, an enemy team, say, Giannis calls him fat like that. Like I think you should be mad because it's like you're not taking into consideration anything yeah. else. Yeah, it's kind of like a cheap shot, but I don't think it's like I don't think Kyle has like body image issues. <laughs> I, I think I agree with you. Any other notes from the yeah. conversation itself before we get to the tasting, which is the real meat of this episode? True. As much as the conversation True. is good and earnest, the, the there's a lot of... The meat of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I did like the Iverson. I did really like the Iverson um, bit. Mm, yeah, Especially yeah. the way that Kyle framed it. It's yeah. like... We, we don't have to have those conversations anymore. I thought that was really cool and, yeah. like, super candid. And, like, he's absolutely right. And it also, like, kind of frames, like, you know, when we look back at Lowry playing and, like, respectively, not just Lowry, but, like, the NBA now, like, it made me feel kind of hopeful mm-hmm. <laughs> given, like, what some of the shitty stuff that's been going on. But, like, kind of hopeful of, like, what are the conversations that are happening now that, like, players in the future aren't going to have to have. Yeah, that's a really good point. I wish I could find where that conversation is. There's no picture that I can, like, scrub to. Um, like, I... What the hell? Where was it? But, yeah. Very, very good stuff. And if people have watched the episode, I'm sure. Uh, I, I, too, really thought that the way he framed the Iverson conversation was great, because Iverson's awesome, and I think a lot of people kind of miss the point on Iverson a lot of the time. I found it. You it's did? like around the 10, 10.40 mark. 10.40, okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hit play on this bad boy. You learn from watching play, uh, coming from Philly, everything. Growing up in Philly with AI, everything, how hard he played, his attitude towards basketball, his attitude in life, how he dressed. He never backed down from nothing. And one thing I say he did is he took all the questions that we don't we don't have to answer. Right? Yeah. The dress code, the braids, the tattoos, the headbands. We don't have to answer those questions at all. He took that hit for us. And you, that's why I think he's a game changer. He changed the NBA. Yeah, that was a really good way, I think, for the conversation to wrap. I, uh, you don't often hear Iverson talked about anymore, I don't think. But yeah. that's uh, Kyle, man. He's a smart dude. <laughs> he, uh, I would listen to that dude talk about anything, really. He's, he's the best. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, Let's get to the balls. (laughs) 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 All right, here we go. Now it's time to feed a punga because he always feed me <laughs> for me and now it's time for me to look for my punga here. Alright? My brother. <laughs> nervous. You nervous? Yes. How are you? I'm uh, I'm pretty hungry right okay. now. Okay. You say you love feeling cheesesteak, right? Yeah. <laughs> so today I cooked testicle Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Bruh. Okay? 
Man, yeah, you see this take today because you say to me what the <laughs> okay? What? So the first time you get a testicle fertility steak, the first testicle fertility steak ever had. Wait, what kind of testicle is this? Beef testicle. It's a beef testicle fertility steak. Oh. You know, instead of this steak, I just changed it to the testicle. <laughs> so you got here a big ball. <laughs> it's really fertility steak. <laughs> Um, it, would you have had the same reaction to Kyle here? Is his reaction understandable? Well, his reaction, it looks gross because he doesn't lift it up. The sandwiches are not assembled. Yeah, it's that's just true, like yeah. A, there's two, there's some slices that he cooked, and then there's, I guess, the two of the leftover ones that are just like gray lumps yeah. sitting there. Yeah, the gray balls. So it um, looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even, like, he could have had some, like, cayenne or something to maybe liven up the color a little bit yeah where's his usual spring mix yeah or even just like <laughs> he maybe could have just like kept it in the pan a little longer like a little longer each side just to get some browning perhaps mm. it's almost like he just boiled them which oh god <laughs> i think he did pre-boil them because there was a scene in the prep beginning where they're like in a pot but you don't know what's happening in the pot yeah he kind of just put salt in the pot and then like let it soak yeah. i guess like again he's just kind of doing a brine um but yeah, no, God, the I I do not blame Kyle for this reaction. Had there been like a full spread of like the chopped up peppers and the onions and the the mustards and everything, like it might have looked a little bit more appealing. But on its own, it's just like a gray platter. Um, yeah, it's gross. And like I guess the the tint of the of the show is a little gray as well, so it's probably looking even more gray to us than it is to <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> um, but all right, let's continue on. Bro. You're gonna help me to do that because I don't really know how to do a fancy steak. Search recipe books. Um, <laughs> like, could have looked yeah, that up I, probably. Like that, the peppers was a cute touch, but someone obviously told him how to do do this. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Listen, here we already cut already. Let's make that easy for the fancy steak. You got a uh, trash can? Because I'm looking at this fucking ball right now. <laughs> you really gave me a ball. Yeah, you need a ball, a beef ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw up with this. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never had ball? No, I ain't no damn balls in my life. <laughs> no? Okay. It's the first time for you to try a big ball. This is out of control, Serge. At least if it was the chicken balls, it'd be better. Chicken balls? No, chicken balls are too small. <laughs> you don't know, you know think? You know, like, you know, what? You what? You feed me so much on the call, and yeah. I have to feed you something good, no, bro. No, 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 no. This ain't my problem. Like, don't ever. <laughs> he seems so confused at Kyle's consternation. He just is like, dude, what's even your problem? Look at them. They look delicious. Come on, man. <laughs> but I do like that before Lowry's even had it, he's like, chicken would have been better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like they're too small. Like he's tried this already. Yeah. Um. We'll just continue. I have nothing else to say. Ever feed me again? Ever? 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 Shoot the ball every time. <laughs> yo, I can't even like this man's out of yo. You out of control, bro. You about to eat balls? No, we are about to eat balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
crazy. There you go. You can take those back to me. Yo, do you see like the all veins and all that shit? Like, yeah, it's just a face. You know, boys have veins. No, I don't know. I've never had a ball in my life. Okay, now you know. I got. <laughs> oh god, the 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 camera work doesn't quite reveal the veins to us the way Kyle's describing them. thank God for that. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with that. Um, I still, Serge seems so unfazed by all of it. It's like... He's super matter-of-fact about the veins. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's what they have, man. Come on. That's what they're made out of. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know? <laughs> balls are 60% vein. Come on. Uh, here we go. My balls. <laughs> I ain't never have a ball in my life. Okay, now you know the balls have veins. Oh, it's definitely chicken, huh? No, it's balls. Beef <laughs> <laughs> balls. You ready? How hungry are you? Oh my god. Mm. Mm. It's good, bro. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> no, no, no. Try it. I want you to try it. I it's did. Really bread. It's really bread, bro. Oh, I, it's oh. good. Trust, trust me. It's good. It's good, right? Don't play. No, I know it's good. It's good. Bro. So I'm confused by this part. Obviously, at the beginning, he tries to get away with not eating any of the the balls at yeah, all. Just he just the goes bread, bread and, and pepper. peppers. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, this is delicious." Um, and then uh, he ends up taking a bite and says it's good. He doesn't look super earnest about it. Do you think he like a part of him actually likes it, but he's like putting on this facade of not liking it at all for the for the cameras? Like, what do you think is his actual mindset here? I think he, if anything, maybe he tasted a little bit of seasoning. Mm. Like, maybe he tasted some salt on, like, a crunchy piece. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like, okay. And then I think, I don't think, so when you eat something like this, if you're if, if you're at all squeamish, it's really hard to get out of your head about, like, what it is you're eating. Yeah, that's fair. That makes a lot of and sense. And I feel like they really lingered for a long time <laughs> on the plate of balls. And then when they're making the open-faced sandwiches. Yeah. Um that part of it i also didn't see if there was cheese like there's a lot of cheese on a philly cheesesteak right when you go to the yeah when you go to the beginning there is it looks like a stack of like american cheese there or something or like sliced cheddar but they didn't put it on the sandwich and i think serge kind of missed the memo in that like on a cheesesteak it all kind of gets cooked together right and they just kind of scoop it onto the bread throw a little mayonnaise or whatever if it was like super finely chopped and it was cooked with all that stuff yeah it might be okay yeah and then you put the cheese over to like blanket any other lingering flavor honestly had he cut up the other two balls and just put it on the plate it might you (laughs) might just think it's ground beef and there would be less of a psychological obstacle i think for kyle to overcome but like yeah he takes the bite and then he looks down it's like oh yeah there's two balls on this plate yeah i'm still eating balls i can't get over this He's, I think he's pretty grossed out. I think he yeah. maybe, I was going to say, like, oh, he doesn't want to hurt Serge's feelings. Seems like he's got no problem, like, ripping on Serge. So <laughs> I think he maybe, we witnessed, like, a psychological moment where he's like, okay. And then you see him kind of go through it and be like, this is not okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think I'm with you there. Let's continue on. Is it the bad? No, be honest with me. No. It's bad? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, now, now you know how the, the ball tastes. <laughs> 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 nice, sir. <laughs> 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 <
you. I got you. Fucking balls. Fuck you, man. things Serge eventually going I got you does he also is this like him like like the punk reveal or it's like actually this is disgusting haha <laughs> I got you as he like spits his out as well or it might be because he's yeah. never done that before right no no it's <laughs> never been a gotcha thing no. <laughs> and then the off-camera voice asks was it the texture Kyle says his fucking balls fucking mean Love it. Kyle's a good swearer. I think he's a he, he's got a, a good timing for it, a good uh, cadence to his swears. I, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next... only thing maybe the gotcha is because I bet when because Kyle's seen a few episodes of the show now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe before Kyle even came on, there was like maybe they had been riffing back and forth, and Larry's like, "You'll never like be able to like punk me on your fake." cooking show yeah no yeah maybe that that's true um we forgot to mention though that the they ate the open face sandwiches um does so i I, it's probably just a carb counting thing which makes a lot of sense both of these guys are pretty healthy dudes but would it have been better to just go full sandwich instead of having just like the balls staring them in the face on top of the bread um if they just did a full sandwich do you think it would have been better Maybe, yeah. Um, because they think they are getting pretty close to their eyes. So <laughs> Larry's obviously looking down when he's taking that bite. <laughs> and yeah, cheese would have helped too. It all would have helped. Cheese would have helped. What are your thoughts on Philly cheesesteaks in general? On what? On Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, I've actually never had one. No, it, it's I don't get it. It's just you like you don't a, like them. No, it's not a particularly good sandwich. Is and the if, bread toasted? Like, you know when they do a grid, like, toasted on, like, a, a flat top? Yeah. Do they do that? I think, yeah, that generally that's kind of the way it's supposed to be. Uh, in be fairness, good. I've never had a cheesesteak in Philadelphia, so maybe it's different, but, like, yeah, if you go to, like, the X or something, like, you go to the X or something like that, you can get a Philly cheesesteak, and, like, I don't know. I have never thought it to be a particularly good sandwich. I think it's kind of... It's more of a kill you with volume type thing where it's like, look how much sandwich there is, but it's not really all that much in the way of quality. Um, that's my at least opinion or on like it. Or like an authentic Philly. Yeah, like an authentic one, I think. It's not so... I don't think they're humongous. No. Um, I think there's like a lot of topping there, but I don't think they're like jumbo. It is a sandwich so. that's very prone to being part of an eating contest. Like there are very big ones, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, for me, the steak, it's, the meat they use for it is, like, the least good meat. They're just like, all right, we got the leftover steak, let's just chop it up and put it with some peppers and onions and dress it up and make it taste good. And the thing that sort of is the red flag to me is that in Philly, most people from Philly don't eat Philly cheesesteaks. They eat the roast pork and broccoli Rob sandwich, which is available at pretty much every place you get a cheesesteak, and that's usually the go-to for locals, uh, from what I hear. Um, so that is questionable to me. Honestly, anything that is endorsed by like Philadelphia Eagles fans, anything that Philadelphia Eagles fans would eat in large quantities, I'm not sure I want to you know really be hanging out with. <laughs> oh, you're inviting some. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, it's just I, I don't know. It's I think it's kind of an overly overrated sandwich a little bit. It's more like a it's like a fancy sloppy Joe, you know. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't really have like uh, intense thoughts about Philly cheesesteaks. Oh. I, I'll, I'd love to try one 
the next time I'm in Philly. Yeah, I definitely should have one in Philly before I solidify my take on this, but the ones yeah. I've had have been extremely disappointing. Um, <laughs> let's what also yeah. was extremely disappointing about this app is there were no post-credits. Yeah, no epilogue whatsoever. That's Extra chats. Yeah, yeah. or like how-to. Um, <laughs> we got Surge learning how to use chopsticks last time. What was the other one with uh, with the Gasols? What the Gasols, the... that's when they started to shit-talk him in Spanish. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> what do you think the reason was for that? Like, this is just, did Kyle offer no extra goodies that they could put at the end? Like, that feels hard to believe for me. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he gave them a lot. I don't know that they... Kyle seems like such a pro yeah. that, that some of that is, like, B-roll, obviously. And on this one... Either, yeah, they had, like, a really short amount of time to film it. Yeah. Or they did, but also, like, they just nailed it. Yeah, Which yeah. I think they did. Like, he got everything he wanted. He got the reaction. Yeah. He got a lot of, like, intimate chat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kyle's, like, really good at... I don't know. It was, like, super funny. I don't know what they could have added, but I, I, whatever they had, if they did want to add something, I would have been happy with it. Yeah. It certainly, I think, was the best food reaction we've seen so far right I, like I said again the tomorrow one was pretty good but this one for the all encompassing like Kyle maybe playing it up a little bit for dramatic effect and like the spitting it in the garbage and the swears I thought it was all really good maybe he got really sick <laughs> he had to go <laughs> uh, let's finish uh, their last little exchange here here it is thanks for coming brother thank you for coming I will never be on this motherfucker again <laughs> I love this guy yeah I uh it's great I love it that you don't get that reaction from Kyle and that back and forth without them being good buds I don't think and yeah he still yeah. is a good sport I'm sitting here on the last screenshot and they both look overjoyed happy even though Kyle just ate balls and is not happy about it um, <laughs> it was a good sport I thought this leads to some questions though I have for the next episode because for the last few weeks it's been trending in a very much more tame direction and they've been you know like the cow heart and the pig's head and the uh, what did he cook for Jeremy Lin again oh the stinky tofu all pretty tame stuff and then he goes with balls for Kyle. It, it makes me wonder what's going to happen on the Kawhi episode. Do you have any guesses as to what Serge is going to make for Kawhi? Are you concerned about this? Is Kawhi going to leave because Serge makes him eat something so disgusting that he's just like, "Nah, I'm done. I'm out of here." Um, no. Like, what is your what is your prediction? Are you scared at all? No, I'm not scared. Um, I I don't know. I think it will be. I wonder if he would do something like. Uh, Tex-Mex themed for all the time he spent in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or like cook something like that. I have a feeling it's gonna be bugs. <laughs> mm, it has been a while since we had bugs. Yeah, we haven't had bugs in a minute. We had like the cricket tea with Jeremy Lin, but I feel yeah. like bugs as a main dish. Like cricket tacos uh, or something like that? Maybe, yeah. That yeah. would be good. And then maybe um, Serge could actually present the crickets with all of the taco fixings instead of just like, here's some crickets, we're going to make tacos. I don't know how to make tacos. You tell me, Kawhi. Because <laughs> what other, what other uh, like, body parts? I suggested pig anus on Twitter. <laughs> oh. 
I'm just thinking of other things that read not fear factor. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, how would he prepare that? Like, Serge isn't going to do, like, a terrain or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pig anus enchiladas. <laughs> I'd be curious to know, but I feel like if Kawhi's going on the show, he's kind of game for it. Yeah. I wonder if Kawhi's had any input in the menu. Or if, like, if the preferential treatment for Kawhi extends beyond, like, his playing time. <laughs> it might a little, but then this this week it made me feel like he could take a joke, so... Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's pretty eager to come on, too. Like, Serge, I think, was, like, quoted talking about how, you know, he, I just was telling Kawhi, like, hey, man, come on, like, the kids love you, they want to see more of, like, a, a good side of you, and if, like, that's the pitch that, that Kawhi accepts, then maybe he will be down for anything. I'm really excited. I think it comes out Thursday night. I'm very like I'm looking forward to that almost more than I am looking forward to the Raptors beating whatever shitty team in the first round in four games. <laughs> it's really looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Um, any parting shots on this episode, on the episodes to come before we wrap this thing up, Katie? Uh, no. Just when are they gonna drop? Are they gonna do it before the playoffs and then is the season over? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the idea. I think they'll. He shot can't before. have any like. He can't have any other players from opposing teams really on what if it goes to the conference finals and he brings Giannis in and he gives Giannis food poisoning in the middle of the conference finals tampering yeah (laughs) (laughs) imagine if that's the way that the Raptors blow the playoffs this year (laughs) what what do you mean how would that blow the playoffs that would make them win wouldn't it like they but like then we're charged with it's like some thing that the NBA has to deal with they're like oh we have to charge the Raptors with tampering and like poisoning and now they're disqualified (laughs) and then we win by omission like we win by they're like well you you take the the whole series and then that's how we lose (laughs) I'm kind of rooting for that honestly that'd be kind of fun boost the profile of the show I think think I'm here for that (laughs) Uh, oh you're rating for this episode out of how many, oh, how many like bull balls out of five? Oh. <laughs> five? Four right. and a quarter? Four and three quarters? Four and three quarters. <laughs> this one really ranks up there for me. I mean, I like, I love Lowry, but it was so cool and nice to see him, you know, in this way. Yeah. And it was like, it was a really fun app. Of the new apps, of the new look apps, my favorite for sure. Uh, and I think it's up there with the snake app for me. Yeah, it's still, it's definitely the Snake episode is number one for me, but this is a very close number two. Um, and then there's a whole other tier. I might have to do a whole thing where we rank the episodes, or you can come on with me, we could rank yeah. the episodes uh, definitively. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, this is very much in the in the top tier of episodes so far, and hopefully the Kawhi one is as well. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Anything you'd like to plug, Katie? Um... Yeah, there's a Raptors Republic panel tomorrow night that is at Betty's in Toronto. Oh, right uh, uh, what, what time is it at? I don't know. I think it's at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be there. Blake's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Um, a lot of people are going to be there. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Come people out. Go to Betty's. It's going to be a live podcast. I don't know how it's going to work. Uh huh. But 
come and see it. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, also subscribe to Basketball Feelings from Katie. It's the best. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yes, Basketball Feelings, going strong. Probably going to be a lot of emergency feelings dis- dispatches uh, going into the playoffs and then during the playoffs, so you don't want to miss those frantic things. That's uh, very exciting. I'm very glad I'm subscribed. Uh, you can also... <laughs> Follow Katie at Whatevs on Twitter. You can find me at Woodley Sean. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Himalaya. And I think that's going to do it. We'll be back again on Monday with another episode of Locked on Raptors with Freddie Revis, the uh, host of the Confederacy of Dunks podcast. So check that out on Monday. And uh, we will talk to you then with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.